Let's take this from the top then. Welcome to the podcast that appears to be called Crudely Drawn Swords. Um, I'm your host and GM. My name is Ben and with me are the players who are going to make life awesome. And they are Mr. Magnus Carr. I'm not here. Mr. Stuart Heading. No real life names. He doesn't here. have a real life name. <laughs> He's uh, here. Ms. Ali Hancock. I don't have a real life. And Mr. G. Teague. This is just fantasy. I was going to say <laughs> something like G and T, and then I got confused. Anyway. You bottled it. <laughs> I, I lost it. I had it, and now it's gone. Joke, joke. Oh. There's a fucking fly in my cocktail. What the <laughs> fuck? That's not how I want to start this game. How fancy are you that you're drinking cocktails and with flies in? <laughs> yeah. Well, in fairness, it's just Jack Daniels mixed with Contro, but that's a cocktail. I've got milk mixed with a tea bag. That doesn't make it a cocktail. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's good, guys. I would imagine the fly is drunk. Oh, uh, it's pissed as fuck, though. That's our first successful adventure right there. <laughs> Do we get experience for that? Uh, no, you only yeah. get experience for failing in Dungeon World. Oh, um, that's well, we're <laughs> power leveling like mother truckers. Yeah, but I got a fly in my drink. That's a fail. Uh, that is a kind of fail, particularly on the part so of the I got fly. XP? No, I think the fly's got XP here. God damn it, the fly's harder than we are already. I can't speak anymore, I hope you realise. That's not important, is it? So, let's, <clears throat> let's start at the beginning. Um, and by at the beginning, I mean halfway through. Um, so, I'm just, I'm just going to draw a picture for you here. Oh, I know what this is going to be of. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, uh, you can come in with sarcastic comments afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> It will be a hard winter. Even in mid-autumn, there's a light scattering of snow on the pass. Our aerial camera moves up the valley between steep pine-flanked mountains, following a broad track of dark slate slick with water. At the top of the pass, a solid stone wall blocks the entire valley, an imposing crenellated defence, the border of Sudek. Somewhere in the west, their army faces the church knights of Karis, but no war has yet been declared. In the centre of the wall stands a gatehouse bracketed by heavy-set turrets, a fortress beyond with smoke rising from the chimney. The gate is open and a single guard is visible, sat blearily on a rock beside the gate. It's too early for traffic this morning. The camera follows a flock of small, bright-billed crows as they swoop over the wall and down the other side. The birds bank away, but we travel down into a widening, sheltered valley of pale moorland grass around a winding, peaty stream. On the north side of the valley, an oak wood in its full autumn colour provides a pool of brightness below the pine and granite flanks of the cloud-reached mountains. 
The air is cool and full of the scent of damp woodland soil. Rising out of the forest, a small hill capped with a rocky outcrop and what is just recognisable as the remains of a tower. As we draw closer, it is possible to see four figures moving up among the trees, scrambling over the tumbled rocks that once provided a defensive wall and moving past it among the ruins of an old kingdom. So let's hear a little bit about these uh, mysterious figures. Um, so let's have a brief description of each of our characters here. And we will start probably ahead would be the mysterious Enigma. So what does she look like? Um, Enigma is um, a woman who is trying to look very hard to look scruffy, but each of her rags seems to be well designed and well made. Like the, the tears and the rips and the wear seems to seems to have been put there on purpose. It's part of its style. The hair is in knotted dreads, again wrapped in um, different coloured uh, cords um, to really show uh, her cultural background and um, the way the place she wants to come from. She sounds very authentic. <clears throat> very authentic. Um, very good makeup. Uh, she's really put a lot of in effort into that. So <laughs> what you're looking at is somebody who <laughs> has almost become a stylized version of the poor. A kind of a kind of hipster slum look. And walking up uh just beside Enigma is a uh somewhat dashing gentleman who is uh carrying a musical instrument. So uh could you could you describe Tristan Wilde for us? With a slightly battered but always in tune guitar slung over his shoulders, strides Tristan Wilde. His hair is cut short in the fashion of the day, uh, an homage to every David Gemmell book ever written. Um, uh, quite loose-fitting linen trousers, uh, dark dark brown wool, nice uh, tight-fitting red uh, doublé. I think that's the term. Um, with it is now. With some with some studs and a little bit of finery on it, a little it's it you can see that it's um it's quite it's quite well made and it's a uh, it's very much of the fashion. Um, so long sleeves rolled up. He's got a the the beard. Everything's kind of of the fashion of the moment, on the on the bardic scene. Um, but the hair is a little bit tattered from travel. The beard's a little bit scruffy and not looking worse for wear, but very much looking forward to getting into the big city and finding himself a nice place to sit down and get cleaned up before whatever performances may be ahead of him. That sounds pretty great, but there may be a little bit of adventuring to be done first. And dum, dum, uh, dum. and this this adventure is, is being uh, sponsored, in fact, by uh, the church in Caris, and their representative here is a gentleman in bright shining scale armour. So uh, let's hear what Percival Cleft looks like. Oh, well, Percival Cleft is a, a very well-to-do character, um, as you described, wearing scale armour. Um, quite a, a slight with a chap with a, a wiry strength um, and probably with very well-kept hair, very well-kept uh, very well-kept kit, although probably not by him. Um <laughs> He has people for that. He 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 has people for that, um, and uh, and carries a, a holy symbol, sword and shield. Uh, 
Okay. And walking along with him is uh, a much younger gentleman by the looks of him. So let's let's hear about Bambury Lutz. Uh, Bambury Lutz is your classic grade A loser chump. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> greasy hair, teenage, spotty, wants to be cool. So uh, trying too hard but failing tragically. He's wearing the classic wizard's robes in a lovely brown. There's uh, <laughs> horrible stains all over it, which are questionable. He is a teenager. Let's not judge. Oh. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's... he's everything that you wouldn't want to hang around. And he's here, bringing up the rear. <laughs> well, the good, nice thing is that maybe, maybe these adventures will be how he becomes cool. He, he might just walk out of this a hero. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you come up to this uh, hilltop, which is uh, where Percival was informed the uh, that there may be something important to the religion that the church wanted recovered because it was in Sudek and it seemed as though Sudek were getting geared up for war with Karis and with the church, um, partly because they seem to have been taken over by uh, this ice cult from out of the south. Um, now, the hilltop itself is surrounded on three sides by cliffs. It's quite a defensible location, and it looks like there was a watchtower on one corner, and a couple of buildings that might have been housing for a small garrison. And then on one side, on a slightly lower point, there's a small chapel of the uh, Seven Sisters. What do you guys want to do now you're here? You said there was a guard when you were describing it earlier, yeah? There's no one here now. It was once a watchtower or a garrison location, but now the only people here are you four. Well, sweet. Sweet, easy loot, then? Sounds like a yes. chance for it. Go, 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 Enigma! Could we give the, um... Could we give the aerial camera to Enigma and ask her to take some footage? Let's go for it! <laughs> Let's go get it! I, I understand! I'm glad, I'm glad to hear it. Um... <clears throat> I'm good so with cameras, I've read a book. The, uh, chapel is the hexagonal building down on the left. The remains of the tower is are the two walls on the top right as you look down on it and then you have two other buildings to the left and right these are clearly old the trees have grown up through and around them so they must have come down a long time ago uh probably when the old kingdom of carisona fell uh because once the fort on the path that you came through a couple of days ago once that was built, they didn't need a watchtower here anymore. So that's probably when the uh, it was no longer garrisoned. The chapel looks to be in slightly better condition. So the chapel. Okay, well, the chapel, as you go in, um, the roof is largely intact. It looks as though it's been repaired, even quite recently. Um, there are marks on the walls where water has come through, but... Most of the inside is fairly dry and a little dusty. So authentic. The uh, 
This is a very authentic place. The six altars at the really is at the corner points. Uh, I really feel, I feel the culture. Now I feel we should push over every altar and check for treasure underneath. But <laughs> Percy, I is this think that maybe not? that would not be the correct plan? Right, no, no cool. We've got, gotcha. we've got to respect the people. Yep. Exactly. Yes. Well no, said, I've... Enigma. Well said. I, I'm going to draw pictures of it. Um, and while while Enigma draws a picture, what she's drawing is that the six altars are simple stone blocks but very level, and although they seem old, they're in pretty good condition. And there are signs uh, that the like the corn rings on Maya's altar are still intact, which means that someone's probably been coming in and looking after it a little bit. In the centre of the floor is a snowflake motif, um, which might be associated with Merope, the Lady of Winter, um, particularly as her shrine is in perfect condition. It's almost brand new. Um, so, um, and when I say it's almost brand new, it's clearly no newer than anything else, but it's as though it's been largely in, unaffected. Gentlemen and ladies, I think I know where the loot's going to be. <laughs> Where's the loot going to be? Uh, the the place where the DM just told us. <laughs> Whoa! You, I, you're breaking my reality. Well, I'm going to break your faith. <laughs> no. What? I'm... This is not what I read about. This I'm... is not how people are supposed to act. Come on, we have to have some kind of authenticity yeah, about right, okay. ourselves. Can I just check? Are we talking about breaking this shrine? Because I literally just said we should check on the shrine. Let's we not... come all this way. We're going to... Let's, let's just not have break. A look. About, break. And then it's I didn't say under the break. Shrine. I said let's go and see if the loot was there, my good man. <laughs> so, loot is already so here. Are, are you uh, are you thinking that you someone might go and take a look at the uh, this shrine in particular? Sounds like a good plan. Yes. I'll have a look. I'll do it. I know how to look at shrines. That's my thing. Looking at shrines is that, or at least looking at things is your thing. Looking at things is my thing. I'm, I'm very good at it. I have been practicing. I've read first, a lot but... about it. Um, I let me examine no, it. That's fine. You wanna you wanna get cursed by some weird ass frost god? You do it. It'll be fine. It'll be. I mean, they don't use traps and stuff, do? Oh, I've I've read about you, traps. You do know a lot about traps. Um, so <clears throat> let's. I think this is probably a chance to discern realities. Um, so, if you want to roll plus wisdom, I'd love to. Um, now, I've just tipped over a beer can. That's cool. As long as it's not over your computer um, or your microphone, I don't mind. It, and empty. Uh, roll wisdom, you say? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Better. So. Uh, I totally just managed it. Yep, you're just in. So, who's just in? That's my middle name, Justin Lutz. Um, so you've got a... Uh, basically, you can see there's a mechanism here. Um, but if you... Uh, it seems to be a bit jammed. Now, if you had something in your adventure kit that could serve as a jemmy, then 
uh, you could probably... What, like my crowbar? Yeah, like, like a crowbar maybe in there. That's the kind of thing an adventure kit would contain. You could maybe jam yeah. that open. Um, that. Or you could just really take a risk uh, with just throwing yourself at risk, it and seeing risk, if that works. Uh, so what... Oh, I can get this one, guys. I'm just going to, I'm just going to run at it a bit. It just needs a just little need, bit of just extra needs effort. Isn't that made of it's stone? Uh, well, it's, just, it's just a little bit stuck. So you're going to run oh, at the right. stone that's stuck? Allow me to play yes. an inspirational song. Give me a bit you. of space. Okay, you may play. Oh, run at the stone, powerful girl. Get us some loot and change our world. It's a work in progress. Percy, what are we actually looking for? Oh, you know, things. Uh, <laughs> pay attention to me. I'm trying to get into this thing. I need. Okay, I need so, watch. so, are you just charging straight into it, giving it a good shove? Yes. Okay, yes. great. Um, <clears throat> Enigma. Ah! Uh, basically, Enigma. exactly. She's clearly assessed it correctly because she just kind of charges into the. Uh, charges into the shrine at a particular angle and it moves to one side a large hole opens and she just vanishes down it into complete darkness ah! um, so what do you do? I think we should follow her I vanish into darkness Enigma! Enigma. Uh, when, can you hear me? When you look down you can see that <clears throat> Enigma is, is lying on a shelf of rock it's not uh, it's not enormously narrow, but it's also not that wide. Um, and on beside her, she's about ten feet below you, and beside her is a pit which you can't see anything of. You can only see a little light that's come down through the gap that's opened. There do appear to be rungs in the wall, however, so it's probably quite safe to climb down. And I'd think Enigma could get up pretty easily. Um, um, can I have a rummage through my adventure kit and see if there's anything I can light and just lob down I, a bit? <clears throat> uh, I, yes, uh, you you could you could indeed, just... but you might uh, you might chat with uh, <coughs> some of the others because uh, hey, um, Banbury, the wizard you bought specifically for this kind of crap, just for utility. <laughs> Ooh, mighty power, light! Yeah, I'm going to cast a really basic cantrip, uh, which is light. And I'm going to light a specific object, which will be uh, Enigma's foot. <laughs> or her shoe. Shoe. So her shoe now grows with light. Okay, so... No, uh... oh, my eyes! <clears throat> I did your foot. Well, that's, that's very useful. Th thank you for that, Bambooey. That's okay, sir. <laughs> oh, she has magic crystal slippers. You're still casting a spell, Bambooey. You're still casting a spell, so you need to roll plus int. Isn't there a cantrip? Uh, any any spell ah, I believe bullshit. is still uh, rolled, even the cantrip. Uh, all right, well, do you want to do it? Because you know that thing I said earlier about you understanding this stuff. Uh, well, you know, I, I could. No, you should do it because I shouldn't have to roll any dice here. <laughs> Basically, it's you guys bring suffering on yourselves. I'm I'm only watching. Boom six. That is a fail. I fail to cast a cantrip. <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing nothing happens. He's like pretty sure that something's going to happen. Ah, uh, yes, that that wizard that I brought along just for this particular kind <laughs> of occasion. Yeah. So what actually I'll do is, hey, uh, Enigma, set fire to your shoe. Save me some face. 
that. Set fire to your shoe. Percy, I've got this. Don't worry about uh, it. Hurry up. Hunt. A really nice one. Hey. Buy you new ones. Hey, wait, really? no, wait a second, no Banbury. Wait a second. What? Can you roll 1d6? Uh, maybe. Yeah, you give that a shot. <laughs> no, I typed in the wrong thing. <laughs> Try again. Did I mention that I drunk quite a lot before we started recording? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it should have been 2d6 plus 2 rather than 1d6 plus 1. Uh, Did so you say roll a d6? I said roll 2d6 plus 2. Uh, no, I just yeah. used one. So anyway, uh, yes, uh, Enigma's shoe starts glowing brightly. No! Yeah. What have you done to my shoe? Uh, it's on fire. I don't know. Throw it down the well. I, but they're really good shoes. It's fine. I can I can turn it off, and I turn it off. Okay, it's now you're in complete darkness, Enigma. There's a huge pit beside you, but you can't see where it is exactly or how to avoid it. Thanks. Um. There we go, Percy. I wasted that spell. Anyone got a torch? Uh, can I? Can I rummage through my adventuring kit and see if there's anything that I can light? Yes. And you, then you, you toss it down the pit. It, it may. It, it contains a torch, certainly. <laughs> I will light the torch and toss it down the pit. Okay, so so mark off a use on your adventure adventure kit, uh, and okay. you have to kind of lean in a bit to get it down the pit because the hole you're in is directly above the sh- the shelf don't, that uh, Enigma's on. Don't um, me. So when you flip it past her, um, <laughs> sure enough, you can see the torch fall out of sight, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and then. Uh, Yes, Enigma, you can see the torch fall further out of sight. Oh, it's quite deep, isn't it? Still falling. Is and, it going to land? And, uh, yeah, it's gone out of sight. <gasps> it didn't stop falling. Yeah, I'm going to cast it again. Okay, great. But what? So, the, what uh, can we... Enigma, your I, shoe starts go- glowing again. Whoa, powerful mage! Why is my shoe glowing again? Yeah, you know, I mean... Can you just... Ban- Banbury is basically... Uh, he's looking quite pleased with himself right now. Yep, yep. I mean... You could get both of them going. I could probably carry this off. As you a new look. To... Seriously? Yeah. I've cast I've... it... What? You... I cast it once. You bitched about it. I've cast it again because uh, Percy's wasted the torch. And now you want it a second time. Well... Just put one foot forward. I, or I, I don't take your shoe off and use it as a torch. I, oh, I, then I'll have bare feet, and I've not had a manicure in weeks. Or pedicure, whatever it is that you get to those <laughs> right. feet. I think the only way of dealing with this is Tristan needs to go down there with you and man up. Go on, Tristan. How about I just get out of this pit? So, Tristan, uh, Banbury's suggesting you should go down. How do you I, feel about that? Let's look at this logically, gentlemen. Our good friend here, Percival, uh-huh. clearly in a lot of armour. I have a guitar around my back, and I'm a valuable member of the team. Mm. Enigma, 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 Enigma is already down the pit, which kind of leaves... Oh, I'm so tired from casting all those spells. You... Oh, I'm ex- Exactly, so... Ooh, I think I've got cramp. Listen. <laughs> I've if... actually got cramp in my hand. I can't move it. Fine, right. Um, Percival, it's okay, I've got to... this. I'll lay on hands. Ah, oh, <laughs> wait, so. wait, no one's injured. Who are you going He's to got cramp. On? Clearly he's injured. Right. Tristan, if you would be as kind. I'm Tristan. Uh, Tristan, would you pass your guitar to Percival? <laughs> yes, I will. Excellent, Tristan. Thank you very much. You're more than welcome, Tristan. Percival, if you would be as kind as to look after this guitar. 
very carefully. Mm-hmm. Don't don't hilariously smash it or hilariously drop it or anything like that. Right, mm-hmm. I'm going to go and lay my guitar on the floor over there. Please just keep an eye on it. That's um, a trustworthy chap. I'll, I'll hang on to your guitar. That's what I thought. Um, okay, I'm going to have a little look down the hole and see how these um, hand rungs and how sturdy they are. And if I was to fall off, would my natural curve send me tumbling down the pit of death? Or would I be... A- Right, fuck it. I'm trying to. Oh, I don't know if I'm yeah, to swear in this car. You, you can get down here. You're not going to. Uh, you're probably not going to plummet to your death if you use the runs. I am and... going to tie the rope around my waist, the rope which is in my bag next to my sword and my bow, and I'm going to offer the other ends to my teammates. Okay. And then I shall start to climb down. Okay, oh. down you go. How much rope? Do you have in that bag? Because the torch never seemed to stop. No, I'm not. No, I'm only going down to Enigma. I'm not sure oh, why right, I'm going okay. down to. <clears throat> Hi. Hey, Enigma. Um, it looks pretty cramped down here. It looked a lot bigger from up there. Yeah. Why did you come and join me down here? Now I haven't got the space. So yeah. No. You're, you're on you're the shelf. my style. That with the light, you can see that the shelf you're on is actually kind of extends around this pit. So you could oh, you okay. can go right around it. How big are we talking? Up. Yeah, let's shimmy round. Should we should we just get everyone down here? Does that sound like a sensible there's, plan? There's plenty of room for everyone to be down there. You couldn't stand side by side. Is this really progress though? I'm going to sit on the edge with my legs hanging over the side, but I do have very good um, laced boots, so they're not going to slip into this well of death <laughs> before oh, yeah, that passes anyone's low. mind. Um, Bambri. And that's a new look. Bambri. Yep. Um, could you cast light on Enigma's other shoe, please? Because it's quite gloomy down here. No. Oh. It will just make me look a no, lot. No, literally, cooler. I can't. If I cast light again, the other light turns off. Where's the other light gone? It's on her shoe. Oh, I didn't realise. I was too busy playing <laughs> out some chords from a new idea I had. <laughs> um, okay, so we know. Well, I, I've, I've literally no idea what we do now. Is there well, any? Is there anything down here except you can, for what you can see is a hole with a shelf around it, and on the other side, it looks like there's tunnels that maybe uh, oh. move off into the uh, into the dis- into the dark. Well, so okay. I, I'm going. Wait, Enigma. What I would suggest is Enigma. we tie Enigma. We tie your shoe to this piece of rope. We. But I need the shoe on my feet. No, not really. You're not yes. going to tread in anything down here, are you? It's a cave. It's a well. It's a but pit of I, death. I'm trying to carry off a style. Come on. I'm trying to be authentic. Come on. You're, yeah, you're not going to find dog feces down here. Right. Either way, I suggest we tie the shoe to the rope and we throw it ahead of us so we know it's landing on sil- solid ground. We can shuffle forward. It'll be fine. Come okay. on. Okay. I will follow her in her shuffle forward. Okay, so so you're kind of shuffling around the deep pit. There are actually, like, old planks across it in parts. It looks like maybe there was a kind of solid floor over it at one time, but it's really old, and it certainly wouldn't carry a person's weight now. Tristan, you should probably try and walk across those. Even one as slight and athletic as myself. Well, I'm not going to say don't try if you really want to, but we did spend a while putting these characters together, yeah. so probably okay. don't. Okay. <laughs> I have, from the picture you've provided, which looks like the wood is magically floating, with held on by one corner, I think I shall trust your 
assessment of the situation. Um, right, certainly Enigma, by all means, go forward. Let's go through the tunnels. Are we getting the others? Guys! So you've got these three tunnels ahead of you. And, yeah, you might want to bring down the others. Guys, come down here, there's tunnels. Come on, Bambri. It's ever so good, it'll be an adventure. Come on, Bambri, let's go down. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Woo, really want to go in this. Hey, um, Tristan, catch your guitar. Coming down. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, oh, I catch it without needing to roll any dice. <laughs> that is correct, you do. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to make you roll to catch your guitar unless it's hilarious. It, this was one of those scenarios that I thought may have been hell. Yo, I'm afraid your guitar, the concept of a character has fallen down the well. Sorry. <laughs> you have to find elastic bands in a shoebox. <laughs> that would be hella skiffle, though. Climb on down the uh, hand rings. <clears throat> okay, so everyone is down at the... Uh... <clears throat> If everyone comes down and round the pit, you have a choice of three tunnels. Straightforwards. One is wide and ahead of you, and the other two are narrow and winding and beside you. So you're going forward. I think we should go through one of the thin ones, because I always want to touch the sides. Dear listener, the world is strange, confusing, and far beyond our control. Something bad happens to a good person. It rains on someone's wedding day. Maybe you take a short break in the middle of recording and someone, let's call them Gwyn, forgets to hit record afterwards. So if it sounds as though the paladin is underwater for the remainder of today's adventure, just remember, it is all, entirely, always and forever, Gwyn's fault. Before we continue, there's one thing I should point out. Banbury. As you came down the ladder and you've set foot on the shelf... It closes above my head, doesn't it? ...or on the ledge around the pit, you felt a very, very powerful sense of magic everywhere. You're in a very powerful magical field. Um, likewise, Percival, you have a sense of divinity here. You have a similar feeling to when you're channeling the goddess. Um, there's a definite feeling kind of atmosphere in this space, much stronger than in the chapel above. Uh, that seems to be strongly magical. First, you know that bit a minute ago where I said to Enigma, I'll detect magic on this first, and she was like, no, nah, I'm just going to hit by that bit of stone. Yeah. So, uh... So do, do you want to, uh... Use a bit of your detect magic type ability now. Nah, it's too late. Fuck it. Too late? Okay. <laughs> uh, this That's fine. So you have three tunnels. The one ahead of you is quite broad and fairly straight. The ones to the side are relatively narrow. You'll be hard-pressed to go two abreast in the side ones, whereas the one ahead of you, you could a couple of you could walk up side by side and be fine. That sounds good. Um... As I approach it, though, I will uh, just commune with my uh, goddess yep. um, and pray for guidance. What here is evil? What here if is anything. evil? There is nothing mm. that comes up as evil here. Well, all about board. On we go. So you head up the tunnel, and it fairly quickly becomes clear that there is a large iron door at the end of it. 
it's a very it's an ornate door it has a uh, snowflake design on it but it's also really quite rusty how do we know it's a snowflake design all snowflakes are different that's true <laughs> i i haven't seen the specific snowflake that it was but it's like a snowflake it's probably is it the same snowflake that was upstairs in the temple yes wait so when you said i want to do when you said i want to do really descriptive tabletop and then you're just dropping a i've not seen the snowflake lie on us how are we meant to <laughs> respond seen... to that i, I, have I seen eight... feel like i'm out of game now i just can't understand it <laughs> Okay, there is a pattern of some kind, but it's hard to make out through the rust. Oh, I think um, that's some kind of whiz monster. I don't think it's a snowflake. <laughs> it, it looks like a cat that might be called snowflake. Oh, I do oh. love cats. Guys, you don't mind me eating pudding while we do this, do you? That's not... Is this what's happening in this corridor? I was going to say that. Tristan's just there eating his pudding. Well, the rest of you are like, this is a dusty ancient corridor with a sealed metal door. And Tristan's like, I've got some yogurt. I've got a spotted dick. Alison. I don't know why he's brummy anymore. Anyway, um... I just wanted to see if there was any locks on it or anything, or whether we could just push it open. Or There is a grand old lock on there, and it has big grand hinges, and they are rusted solid. You don't think this door is going anywhere. Like, if it was a lock, you could maybe pick it, but the lock is just like a wedge of rust, and it looks like the door just won't move. Okay, guys, the thing is here, um, I think you'll find that this is not actually a door. It's just a kind of wall. I think we need to go to a different way. Um, I've read all the books on these things. This is not the way we're supposed to be going. Um, it's just a wall. It's it is decoration. a door, though. It, it's a well, door. No, though, yeah. no. It's not, it's a door. It's a door. Well, no, it, it won't open. No. Come on, well, let's go uh, a different way. Maybe if you listen really hard at it, you might be able to tell what's going on behind it. Made of. You can go do that. Run along. Go do that. Why would there be someone? Door. It's not a door. Can you go? Okay. Hello? But what? I'm not... There is no response to uh, your hallooing, Hello. Tristan. Hello! It, it just. But it echoes. Hello. Like, you hear it echo Hello. back and forth. Like Enigma's and name. From, Enigma. from somewhere around the pit behind, it seems to, like, almost turn into a wave of sound that washes back over you. <gasps> um. <gasps> Enigma probably and Banbury and maybe Percival think it sounds a bit spooky. You think it sounds pretty damn cool. Yeah, I'm whacking out some tunes. I'm starting to jam. Okay, Tr Tristan's starting to uh, pick out some music. Uh, what what do the rest of you have in mind to do? Well, I'm probably going to go take a whiz in the pit because we've been walking a long way. And, uh, you know, you only get the occasional opportunity to piss in a temple. So, so ba Banbury is uh, going to water the pit, accompanied by music from uh, Tristan. It's, it's you know, there's not too much breeze, so your legs are probably going to stay dry. Well, that's that's always a bonus. Um, I I'd like to play along with some throat singing. Um, I I when I was on my gap year, um, I heard them doing it. I, I can do it now. I'll play along. <laughs> More the merrier, but... Hey, I'm looking for the new sound. Let's give it a go. Let's see what works. It certainly 
It certainly sounds avant-garde. Um, it's probably no one has heard music like this before, and probably people who like music won't hear music like this again. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe what happens in the pit stays in the pit. <laughs> I think that would be best for everyone. I think there's a candle at the bottom of this pit. Candle? Isn't that the torch we sent down earlier? Yeah. Yeah, probably. The pit is entirely black. Oh, no. I lie. I can't see anything. It it feels like, looking down into it, it it just has that feeling. You know, when you think maybe this pit is actually bottomless? You can't feel like that. I mean, it's a crazy thought. It's empty. Like Stu's soul. Let's have a look down. Should we we try a different... So so you've got these two narrower tunnels. Are you going to try one of those? We should split up. Was was there anything detectable from the other side of the hall? No, it was silent beyond the door. I was once told by a well, wise, wise person that uh, all good adventurers always go left. So Excellent. We should, go we right. should split up. It's safer. <laughs> yeah, see, therein lies the dilemma. If we were to turn around now, then going <gasps> left would be <gasps> right um, were we to take our directions from the point at right. which we entered the pit. Yeah. So if we go right, then it's left for the point at which we. But if left is going right, then that's the right thing to do. So let's go left. Which way is the music going? (laughs) What is left? The the music is kind of, once you stop playing, it kind of echoes around a bit like the tail end of a gunshot and then it quietly. I've kind of got the, the sort of honed and trained ears of a bat. Only. Not physically. My ears aren't like bats' ears. But okay. For my keen sense of hearing, which way does it sound like it's uh, echoing from the most? It it sounds actually very similar. To what? Um, both sides. Both sides sound quite similar. But not exactly the similar. Uh, no, there's probably an inch or two in it. Aww. So which go one? Right. Oh. So are you going? Yeah, I'm just gonna go right. I'm a irritate. Irritable teenager. Uh, I'm not uh, Bambri to this. can't can't be doing with any of this talk, and he starts heading off uh, to the right along a uh, along a tunnel. I say we all follow him. Let's not split the party. What you find is as you go as you go along into the tunnel, you come around the corner, and basically it has like little shelves, little stone shelves at ground level, and then another shelf above it another shelf above that and another shelf above that and it's quite high but narrow and there's another shelf above that and as your light source with enigma comes in you can see you can't can't see the top shelves because they're a bit dark and the light is on her head (laughs) but what you can see is uh they seem to be full of bones there are skulls staring out of you (laughs) Really? Staring out at me, Jesus! <laughs> Staring out at you. <laughs> yes, you've got you've got like a skull in your head with eyes in, and they're staring out of you. Oh my god! But there are also just bones everywhere, hollow eye sockets that seem to follow you, and you know, the lights moving, and it almost looks like they're shifting. <sighs> but everyone knows that's not the kind of thing that Enigma. happens. Enigma, can you try and keep your foot a bit more stable? Yeah, it's it's really difficult when I'm upside down, okay? Could I climb the shelves? Use them as steps. 
You could use the shells as steps. Do you want... I'm going to do that, because then we'll be able to see better because of my shoes. Okay, so Enigma climbs up onto the first and then the second shelf. And so you're going to just move along this carved shelf, just trying not to tread on too many bones? Yeah. Okay, so after maybe about 15 feet, reasonably well uh, lit now at carved head level, so you can see all the crazy bones and skulls and things, a skeletal hand just grabs your ankle. And uh, and it's just hanging there. Ah! And when you whip your foot uh! back, it's just hanging on the arm. Oh, I got my foot caught on something. And then it's not cool. The arm is wiggling. It's, it's, and and oh, the fingers God. are like grabbing at your ankle. You can feel oh, the pressure Get it changing. off, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off. What do you do? Shaking my foot to make it Shake get it off. off. Shake it off. Okay, the... <laughs> I came in like a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Bambi's done. Um, Roll with it. Enigma's shaking her foot like crazy, but it, it doesn't seem to be shaking the uh, little hand off. What What do you do, uh, Bambi? You seem to be nearby. I appear to come in like a cannonball, and by that... I magic missile the hand. <laughs> you magic missile the hand. All right, let's obviously let's not her hand. But yeah. No, so so this, this is gonna this is gonna be a finesse shot. Uh, so uh, <laughs> oh god, so let let oh let, let let let's let's have a roll on that, shall we? Yeah, why not? It's not my body that's in the way. Um, boom, and that is oh that that it's is a, success, a hit a minor. like. Your magic missile, it just, uh, how much damage does it do? Enough. Yeah, like a cannonball's amount. So it came in like yeah. a cannonball. It came in like a cannonball. Okay, uh, that, that's that's pretty good news. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it just explodes. Ah! Uh, the hand is completely uh, torn to pieces and just bits of bone and dust, a lot of it is uh just uh is just lost um enigma roll 1d4 okay four take four points of damage as the uh magic missile having destroyed the uh skeletal hand sears your ankle uh, uh, oh 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 what perfectly um, <laughs> Stupid bloody mages! But it has got rid of the skeletal hand. Um, skeletal hands are reaching out from various points now, and skeletons seem to be pulling themselves out. There are now, behind you, uh, Percival, there's a skeleton reaching towards you, and another has grabbed you by the arm, Tristan. Banbury, when you turn around from magic missiling, there's like a kind of weird pile of bones with a skull on top and like three arms, but it doesn't seem to have any way of moving. It's just waving these arms like a weird anemone. And then it like grabs another arm from the shelf and sticks it onto itself. Let's start at the back. Percival, what do you do? Oh, I will uh, turn around and ready myself uh, for the, whatever it is that's going to be attacking me. Okay, great. So you're going to hack and slash. Yeah, that sounds like the way forward. Is it actually is it actually attacking me, or is it just kind of? It's it's it is attacking you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spack it, muscle. 
Uh, sweet. So roll two d6 plus strength. Did that do it? Uh, uh, you might have. If you've got 3D on, you might have to drag to. Uh... I'm pretty happy I've just realised I've got Sprout Law. They're good cooked in butter and bacon. Done. Little tiny cabbages. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, you just absolutely slice through it. There we go. And. Uh, roll a D10. That's not. Try rolling one d ten. Wow! No, no, okay. no, 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 well, yeah. automatic, automatic dice rolling, but not my character sheet clearly doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is, um, Percival slashes through the arm, and in turn, every single arm holding us shatters as well. <laughs> 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 For the record, we we should add that. Percival has just rolled 110 damage. Okay, yeah, basically... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Banbury has rolled four. <laughs> That's a bit of a letdown after 110. Yeah. 110 yeah. and then four. Let me help <laughs> you! Percival, like, you, you knock it back and it's kind of like one of its arms is knocked off and it kind of staggers forward. But it's also reaching out to you still. Meanwhile, behind you, uh, another skeleton has grabbed Tristan by the arm. So, Tristan, what do you do? I shall... I, do I have to have declared I've already drawn my sword? Um, you can draw your sword without having to, uh, without having to worry about and it. That's just... There's a you're, on, you're a trained fighter. Yeah, there's a full-on skeleton, like, boom, yeah. right there. Yeah, it's just kind of pulling itself out, like someone dragging themselves out of a sleeping bag or a bunk bed or something. I'm tempted to just kind of punch my way through its throat, severing its head. I would, I would definitely do that. So if you roll plus strength. Oh, what? Imagine every time you taught me this game, I paid no attention. <laughs> Open your. It's almost like your character. Oh no, that's right. You need to roll plus dexterity because your sword is. Uh, I kind of want your weapon is precise. Oh. So, Can't I use my so fists can... like a badass? Okay, use your fists like a badass. I'd be super weak. That means rolling plus strength. <laughs> right, hold on. Uh, so you're saying I should use dex? No, 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 no. He's saying that if you want to punch a skeleton in the face, you punch some solid bone okay. in the face. You actually do as much damage, whatever. Your damage isn't on your weapon, it's on you. So if you punch, you can do as much damage, but because your strength is at minus one, you'll have to roll high to hit. Okay, um, but if I dex my... I'm going to whip my rapier through its throat then. Okay, you're just going to try and carve... Yeah, just like, like his head off. poke out a couple of vertebrae. Uh, so roll 2d6 plus 1. I'm doing kind of a, a slashing take-off-the-head motion. Yep, go with it. Boom! 9! Okay, so, so you do actually do a pretty good... You you definitely taking his head clean cause off. it some harm. I'm taking his head clean off. Um, now... So you roll 1d6, which is your damage. What Was that just a hit? That was to hit. Oh, what? And then you roll a d6 uh, for your damage. And then roll a second d6. I love typing roll 1d6. It's a really fluid dynamic to this game. Four. If you open your character sheet, there's a little button that you can press that automatically does it for you. So also, if you now press the up cursor... 
it will do it again. So roll the second What's d6. Your up cursor in a minute. I'm doing it the other way that Gwyn told me. For the for speed of the game, where is this thing Gwyn's talking about? On your character sheet, the picture of a dice. There we go. That for pure um, you take four damage. No! You've confused. <laughs> as, you've, <laughs> as you've made a mistake. As you, as you stab it, what happens is that, like, you whip through it, and your sword actually does carve, knock out a vertebra, but its head just, like, drops down onto the vertebra before. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, its other arm just comes across and rakes across your face. Not the, like claws. Not the face! It is the face. You you just got to hope these are going to be uh, kind of handsome scars. That's my moneymaker. Uh, Bambury, you have a uh, weird bone heap in front of you. This isn't really the situation that was brought in for. I'm not the muscle, so I'd quite like to, you know, remove myself from the situation. Can I get past the other guys? Not that I'm cowardly running no, away. No, it's but... very narrow. <sighs> You're pretty much stuck. There's like a wodge of them behind you. Wodge. Uh, in fact, directly behind you is Enigma, and then behind Enigma. her is Tristan. Well, I suppose if I carry on doing four points of damage to Enigma enough times, then she won't be in the way again. So... <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> if only you had some way of doing damage to your enemy. <laughs> I need Savlon. Right. So my ankle. Nothing's actually attacking me, right, at the moment. Well, is... this heap of bones is close to you, and it looks like it's trying to drag itself forward. I guess I'll just magic mess all that then, if I have to fight stuff. Well, you don't have to, but it might make it easier not to die. Yeah, I'm not keen on dying. I, uh, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so give that a roll. No, I fail. Okay, <laughs> so you you just basically, like, a tiny little spark shoots out of your hand to be fair you've never been assaulted by some horrifying uh monstrosity i've been on dates <laughs> bum. not like this you haven't that that throw any anyone's uh that throw anyone's focus meanwhile enigma enigma never happened before <laughs> it's just cold down there sorry it's just <laughs> enigma you're you're between like just behind you tristan is being like in caught in some weird scratchy skeletal embrace. Get a room. Meanwhile, in front of you, uh, a heap of uh, heap of bones with multiple arms is slowly dragging itself forward towards uh, Bambury. What do you do? Save me. <laughs> Who shall I save? Who's already beckoned <laughs> tried to attack me <laughs> with burning my feet off and refusing to make my shoes match? Save me. <laughs> <laughs> I draw my rapier yep. and I I thrust it or maybe thwack it to be more precise at the one attacking Tristan. Good skills. Bambri, so, you're a git. So roll plus dexterity. I'm totally doing that. Yes. So uh roll your D eight damage. I nearly moved D87. Okay, you basically, as you lean in towards the uh, skeleton, it uh, its claw, which has just raked across, uh, that's just raked across Tristan's face, 
claws into you ah! and also rakes across your face doing four points of damage and you're like ah, and you fall back and you flail with your ah! uh, flail with your rapier and yeah, get it off get it off in your flailing you just kind of dismantle it and it falls to the pieces oh um you see that's what proper training does um meanwhile uh, percival your skeleton is is lunging back towards you and it, it's kind of reaching out with its remaining arm and just kind of uh, getting ready to claw you. Okay, well, um, I'll wait until it lunges and then sidestep it so that it's slightly off balance and mash it in the spine. Sweet. That sounds like an awesome bit of hack and slash. So, yeah, roll, roll your strength. Um, <laughs> okay, roll. So you step, you step aside really neatly and it's clawing arm just goes straight past you um and then its skull just leans forward and uh just basically bites on your face and uh and it, it does you four points of damage uh and then if you roll your damage oh, that's broken <laughs> you really, you killed every, you again everything that ever existed oh face this is amazing dude stop bringing nukes to a sword fight <laughs> oh that's great with its jaw still clamped on you you just cut the rest of your body away and it collapses now in terms of the uh, skeletons around you there's really just the big bone heap in front of Banbury what are you doing about that Banbury Poop in the pants. Okay, well... Looks like he's got a boner. Yeah, well, it, it's kind of leaning in, and it's going to grab at you with a couple of its arms and try and draw you forward into a horrifying skeletal embrace. Um, so why, why don't you... Uh, what are you going to do about that? Who's nearest me? Um, I would say that Enigma is right behind you. Oh, wow. grab her. Okay, so... Oh, get off! So you're grabbing onto... Would you say this is a uh, type of defy danger? Yep. Maybe... Do you think it's quick thinking? Uh, Yeah, sure. Or Definitely not cowardice. <laughs> it's definitely not cowardice. Well, you can be quick thinking as a total coward. Yep, okay, yeah, so defy danger with uh, dexterity. No, sorry, with int, with intelligence. Which is lucky for you. Okay. It work, It works perfectly. You you get you get into uh, right up into Enigma's grill. Well, you get you get her grabbed and you can't swing halfway round and then you kind of wobble, and you realise that like one of you is going to fall towards this thing. The way this has happened, um, so you you can probably like sacrifice yourself to fall backwards, or you can just let her fall to the. Skeletal thing entirely down to you. <laughs> you piece of mage shit. <laughs> it's a tragedy, but you know, sadly, my momentum is going in the opposite direction. <laughs> Enigma. Momentum. Your momentum is about running back to your mummy. Enigma, yep. you just have time Enigma. for that little snappy one-liner <laughs> as you tumble into the arm arms of a uh, skeletal monstrosity and like three yeah! arms grab you and another one is kind of reaching at your face what do you do 
I'm going to flail about and try and get it with my rapier then, I suppose. And kick it with my feet at the same time. You're not going to really probably be able to get your rapier round to it right now. I think to get into that position, you'll need to uh, defy danger. Um, so you can try and kind of wriggle out of, uh, wriggle out of its arms. And I'll do that. Do that by dexterity, maybe. By excellent dexterity. <laughs> yeah. For I am the master thief. Uh, you are a master you are the master thief who is dexterous like a cat. And sometimes cats Meow. just fall off furniture for no apparent reason. And apparently Meow. that's what just happened. But I'm dexterous <laughs> like a guinea pig. But you actually you managed to uh drag yourself out. But you do take a little bit of harm from it. So roll a D six. <sighs> Well done. That's the best roll you could possibly make there from yes! the point of view of rolling high. Or the worst from the point of view of taking damage. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, take, oh! take six damage. Are we meant to have Sorry. been writing this damage down, by the way? Um, it On your character sheet would be smart. I've been doing that for you yes. because I know that you're not very good at remembering Why, things. Thanks. I don't know where to write it on the character sheet. Um, it has your HP on the right. I can't see that. On, on the top right, under your... Oh, I know. That. Sorry, glass. I got left and right mixed up. That's hard points. <laughs> um, In which case, I should be quite a bit lower than <clears> I am already. Just take what you've got and move on. <laughs> You're enigma. enigma. The rules don't work for you. Okay. Um, Tristan, Enigma's just been kind of dropped onto this heap of living bones uh, by, uh, by Banbury. That was legit. And then, and then she's managed to kind of squeeze out, but she's she's looking pretty bad. What are you going to do? So she's fallen onto a pile of living bones, but that's the only one near her. Yeah, that that's the only one. You you can't see other movement forming. It seems like this is like attracting in any other of the skeletons that want to attempt to recover their life somehow. Say that again. I don't see the humorousness in you this You see, what was that again? The This pile of bones is basically calling the skeleton It's, it's basic, it. it's, yeah, Any anything, any other moving parts seem to be dragging themselves into the pile of bones rather oh, than... Oh, God, uh, they're going to make a super bone monster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're a super bone monster. Yeah, well, I am a famous bard. I'm known as the boning bard. Um... <laughs> So, are, am I between, or are we between this bone pile and the undead? Um, basically, between you and the bone pile is uh, Enigma, who's currently on the ground getting away, oh, and Banbury's trying to push past you, so you could get to it pretty oh, easily. Banbury. Right, so, is, does, does, do I think that this skeleton accidentally raked my face, or did he definitely want to rake my face? <laughs> oh, he, he definitely wanted to rake right, your I'm face, gonna... but then luckily Enigma killed him. Wait, so when I wasn't paying attention and I was texting on my phone, Enigma saved me? Yeah, Enigma Amazing. saved you. And like then the I saved hero. Enigma, but so Enigma I... failed at my saving. I was about to do something... To be honest, I don't see this situation as being humorous. <laughs> um, I was about to do some hella dexterous shit to throw this zombie creature onto the pile of bones. <laughs> well, okay, then I guess I'm going to go and help her. What's her chops up? Okay, you can help her up. Do you want Do you want to take a poke at the uh, bone thing? Moving? Uh -huh. uh, yeah, the, the bone pile thing is still trying to cat grab at her. It's reaching out with these skeletal arms. Well, no, I'm not going to take a poke at it then. I'm just going to drag her back out the way. 
Okay, you drag her to safety, yeah. and it, it sort of starts pulling its arms, like it's got a few more arms around where legs would be, and it's kind of scuttling towards the fingers, towards the fingers, towards you. <laughs> Maybe on fingers, well, I fingers, was thinking. On finger. Fingers, the bone You described some ledges. Can we sort of jump up onto these ledges out of the way of this scuttling bone the ledge, fingers? The ledges, the ledges full of bones. Well, they're not, yes. they're not moving. <laughs> Yeah, they are kind oh, of static goodness. bones. Do you want to try? Do you want to try and? Oh, you're a ledge. <laughs> Percival, my dear man. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, ever dealt with this sort of thing before? He says whilst deftly dancing around. I'm using my dancing bardic skills to avoid these fingers. By the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, um, as you mentioned, it's um yes. It just takes a little bit of precision faith. Uh, uh, Boot it in the nuts. 110 damage. Perfect. Mean. Go for it. Hack and slash. 110 damage coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, Hack and slash that. As Bambri runs past, I'm going to grab him by the wrist. Tell him not so fast, young man. Good. What was that? I can't even see. Oh. We needed a high roll and he rolled a six. <laughs> okay, your kick. Never uh, mind. Your kick connects. <laughs> and it just kind of sinks in. Oh, no. Um... And uh, and it and and like your foot is almost being like surrounded by grasping bony horribleness. Um, hey, I'll just kind of force my foot down onto the floor and clap my hands together and turn around and say, <laughs> oh, "Well done." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's good. Uh, you also take four damage. Is this damage that I'm taking? Do I take my arm off it? Oh yeah, take your armor off it. Yeah. Don't take your armor off. I'm going to stop him taking his armor off. <laughs> so yeah, you take basically one damage. Yeah, and I took one last time as well. Didn't yes, I? you did. So you should have more hits than that. So I'm there. Okay. <laughs> Good job. So it's not doing you that much harm. You might be able to take this. I reckon. So if if you wanted to hack and slash again from where you stand, mm. and just try and destroy it, we could try that. Just. Yes, yeah, so I'll just kind of, as, as I'm talking to the others, just sort of raise my foot and yep. kick it back down and Planned pretend it. that, you know, it's uh, it's all been dealt with. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, basically, uh, basically Percival, like, stomps down and his foot vanishes into it. And then he kind of vanishes into it. And then a moment later, he just explodes out of it. And there are bits of bones scattered everywhere, <laughs> and there's just this paladin in shining armour in the middle of this dusty cloud that slowly washes around your feet, and then settles to the floor. And there are no more movements from the... Uh... I'm going to stand stunned for a few seconds in mo- true movie fashion, and then just start cheering and clapping. <laughs> so you have that few moments of, what the... <laughs> but not Let like this a be a lesson to you. A lesson in right thinking. Lesson in righteousness. You walk up through the tunnel. I'm limping. Yes. Yeah. So, is is there anything you want to talk about while and consequence of this fight? I'd just like to draw attention to my limp. I'm mm, feeling yes. feeling quite poorly, thanks to the actions of someone. I would just like to say, well done, team, there. We, we obviously faced a challenge, but we came to it relatively unscathed. As a team, I... all pulling their weight. Those of us that climbed up and injured ourselves independently 
shouldn't put blame on other people. They should be thankful. Independently. You're actually trying to hurt me. I know your type. I know your type. You and your privilege. You just want to try and knock me over. You think you're so good with your magic. Fix it. Steady on there, Enigma. Give the chap a chance. He's only a little whippersnapper. Indeed, I am a whippersnapper. You jumped in the way of one of his missiles, then more fool you. He, He pointed directly at me. I was saving you. I think you'll find that thing blew up when uh, when I, I blew it up with the thing. Shortly after you threw me into a pile of dangerous living bones. That was shortly before, thank you. Shortly before, I then threw you into a pile of living bones. But Percy said... So you admit it. Has anyone got any bandages on them? How about, how about I just heal Steam you? Or something. With my magical powers. That would be nice. Okay. You'd manage to do it without my leg falling off. Well, let's give it a go. 50-50. I did go to this um, this doctor once in this, with this lovely tribe. Um, he had this great rattle thing. Brilliant it was. Um, much more colourful than um, your egg-stained uh, magic. So what, what, what do you want to do? It, it, the spell's going working, but... Uh, it gives a you, D8. You could put yourself on... Yeah, roll yourself a D8, but... Um, you also either put yourself on the spot, disturb the fabric of reality, I'll do that. or forget the spell until next time you prepare. I will draw horrible attention to myself from anything in the area. Hey. All right. Um, Whoa, I cast a magical spell. It's noted. Ooh. Also, you did a good job of healing. So receive eight hits, eight points of healing, Enigma. I would like to point out to everyone that inevitably, each and every single one of you will be pushed into the enemy by me <laughs> getting away at some stage. But I am your primary healer, so, you know, equals out. Win some, you lose yeah, some. Yeah, exactly. As you come around the corner at the end of the tunnel, you can see a larger chamber. Ooh. And when you walk in, the sense of magic in the area is still very strong. And there is a raised tomb in the centre of the room. On the side of the tomb is inscribed something which you mostly don't recognise. It's in the old tongue of the High Church. Um, However, I believe that uh, Paladin would be able to read it. Yes. So Percival, you uh, you can read the following. Here lies Ilana Sarista, captain of Lost Kalsahir. She was the bravest of us all. May her name be sung until the end of time. And then there's a little carving below it that is just a pattern of dots and lines. The tomb itself has partly crumbled, and inside it you can uh, you can see what looks like some fine cloth through gaps in it and there's a slight glow in there you're in the uh tomb room of uh a notable hero perhaps um i will repeat that little blurb to uh the others so here lies <laughs> ilana the of ilana sarista champion of <laughs> Um, make sure you always sing a name and tell her the deeds. Uh, 
Tristan. You like fists. Tristan, <coughs> the pattern below the inscription looks to you a little like musical notes. Interesting. I'll start to scribble them down in my little musical notebook. Perhaps if you could sing her name to the notes. Good point. I will try that. Do it till the end of time. Um, so, so you're going to sing Ilana Sarista to these notes. How does that sound? Um, <laughs> allow me to get my guitar quickly. <laughs> Here we go. I'm getting my guitar. So I've sat down. Tristan yep. sat down. And he's he's played through a a few little uh, complicated riffs and a few very intricate pieces of music. But he decides that probably for this. An A minor F combo will probably fit <laughs> a lot more appropriately. How unusual. Can that be heard? No. Oh, man. How about if I go... Yes, no. And what was her name? Ilana Sarista. <sighs> oh, now I'm on the spot. I don't want to sing her name. I, I just start singing. Yep. <laughs> it's too late. Okay. Given that you're a it's bard, late. you should sing. Heavy. Do it. Alana <laughs> Sarista. We don't know your sister, but we want you to come alive right now. Oh, Alana. Do we? Um, Tristan, you can see across what looks like the side of the hill. Wait, are we outside again? You are, but the trees have gone, and in front of you is a small, is a line of far too few warriors to face the huge horde of uh, weird creatures that confront them. Strange, twisted, half-human creatures with tentacles instead of eyes, and horrifying armies bearing massive weapons, and these warriors are fighting all they can, and stood in the centre of their line is a woman holding a great gold-edged banner. The banner has the sun on it and below the sun it has a single snowflake and in her hand she has a sword and when the uh, creatures attack her she's cutting through the through them with this sword and it seems to just tear them to pieces and they kind of fall into tatters and just dissipate like leaves on the wind but there are too many and she is, <clears throat> and she's overpowered and overwhelmed. And you see her fight, and you see her fall, and you see the army falling back around her. And then it goes to darkness. And everyone else, mm. you see Tristan kind of phase out a little. Fucking stoners. I'm going to try and put my hand through him to see if he's, he's actually <laughs> yeah, a ghost. No. Just like really fast, just like, you know, as if I was hitting, but for a sec I'd obviously want it to yeah, go right okay. for him. Yeah, okay, so uh, basically, Tristan, as the uh, vision ends, you feel yourself being slapped around the head by Enigma, and that kind of snaps you out Enigma. of it. What? Uh, wow. Oh, you um, are real. Yeah, he didn't yeah. literally phase out of reality. He just, like, looked like he was completely not there. Like, mentally. It's hard to tell sometimes. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't even know what just happened there. Guys, uh... um, you hit your head on the uh, tomb. 
as you stand beside this uh, tomb, from up beyond the up beyond the corridor and over at the uh, pit, you hear the echo of voices, and you hear the sound of feet striking metal rungs. We'll wrap it there. Bambery roots, he lit up my boots. I kind of want a cocktail now. <laughs>